Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks. Hey, welcome. This is Gun Sports Radio. Lance is not in today, but we want to thank uh, them, him anyway, for all the hard work. He did all the paperwork. Uh, this segment is brought to you to, by Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue in San Diego. 10 to 10, seven days a week. Go to the thegunrangesandiego.com, thegunrangesandiego.com. Hey, and don't forget Triton Gunsmithing. If you need to get anything worked on, shotgun, pistol, any type of weapon, Triton Gunsmithing has got a great, a great uh, uh, gunsmith by Dan. Dan does a phenomenal job. So check them out, tritongunsmithing.com, especially if you're in the hunting uh, field. They know everything there is to know. They have classes, training, how to teach how to cook your game. They do it all. Tritongunsmithing.com. Check them out. All right, we got Mr. Schwartz in the house. It's just me, him, and his lovely wife. That's it. And what kind of a brat did she bring me? That is a Nooski's brat. How do you spell Nooski? N-E-W-S-K-I-N-U-E-S-K-E, I think. Well, I tell you what, it it smells so good. I'm going to let you talk to our special guest, Jim Miller, El Cajon Valley Union School District. Hey, Jim, too bad you're not here. You could have a bite. And and I take that, too. (laughs) Jim, how you doing? Doing very well. Thanks for having me on again. You bet. Thanks for coming on the show. Jim is on the Cajon Valley School Board. And I was talking with you, Jim, uh, recently about a conference that was that I wanted you to uh, expand on and tell folks uh, exactly a little bit about what happened at, at this conference. It was a conference for school board members in California, or what, what exactly was the purpose of the conference? So uh, the California Association of School Boards uh, puts on their educational seminar summit once a year, and it rotates between San Diego and San Francisco. This year it was in San Francisco. And it's basically uh, three days. Uh, all the school districts within California are represented. Their boards, their superintendents, sometimes uh, additional members of the uh, of the staff. Mm-hmm. And there's breakout sessions on dozens of various topics, from uh, the Brown Act, open meetings laws, to this year a hot topic was uh, school safety mm-hmm. and and active shooter things, et cetera, et cetera. So. Being who I am, Mike, as you know, and being involved with San Diego County gun owners and growing up shooting my whole life and what we've done at the Cajon Valley School Board, I figured I would venture over to two of the breakout sessions associated with school safety uh, and, um, and active shooter situations. And you're, so I, I mean, and you're, you, so you're on the school board, but you're, uh, you know, a bit of an expert when it comes to uh, school safety, especially with, you know, what you talked a little bit about with what you guys have done in in uh, the, the uh, Cajon School District. Can you talk a little bit about, just, just touch on a couple of things that you guys have done to make your school safer? Absolutely. So one of the one of the things that we did was all of our campuses, and we have almost 18,000 kids. We have 27 school sites. Um, all of our sites are closed campus. All of them have fencing. So unlike some of the shootings you, you hear about in the news where random person a walked onto a school campus because there's no unopposed unchecked yeah Yeah. we don't have that so we also have a the the raptor check-in system so when you check in 
your identification is run through a computer program that pops up on the receptionist's uh, computer as to whether or not you're flagged for any p- particular reason. We also took uh, effort a year ago to move the two remaining office entrances from the middle of campuses and move them to the front of campuses. So now every checkpoint has a manual area that somebody has to walk through to do their check-in and to, and to be seen. So we've done a number of things. We also included and just brought on a DMB to do consulting about safety protocols and procedures. We hired Ryan Love to act as our director of safety and security to be a one-person contact with all of our law enforcement and to coordinate with law enforcement because our schools work with both sheriffs as well as city of El Cajon PD because we are so so many sites and we're spread out in the county and city of El Cajon. And th- so these are just a couple of the things, a few of the things that you guys have done. You've done a ton to make sure that your schools are uh, safe and secure uh, and that's without you know, stepping on or, or calling for, uh, you know, uh, the, the ban of people's Second Amendment rights. You guys have done a fantastic job. I think you guys are a model that uh, that the rest of the county and possibly the rest of the state should follow. Now, what was your opinion? What, what was the talk in these breakout sessions when, when in the uh, at the conference? What, what was the general tone or what was the information given? See, and, and, and that was my background, right? I wanted to see where we were, we kind of had an idea as far as the Cajon Valley School Board. Where were we, though, compared to what is the current state concept? What is, what's the brain trust, so to speak, uh, trying to come up with at the state level and, and the school board's level? Mm-hmm. And about 10 minutes into the very first session, one of the panelists made the following statement. And the statement was, we're here to keep kids safe and protect them not to fight. So that, to me, with my background, with what we've done, is an immediate red flag. Because the basic premise of high, of run, hide, fight, you're missing one-third of the entire equation right there. If you don't understand, as a school board, as a school district, as a school administrator, that to keep kids safe, the element of having to fight at some point comes into play, you've already lost that particular issue. And um, that was just absolutely not surprising, but unfortunately shocking to me to hear him say that and to have the rest of the board, you know, the panel that is doing the presentation, kind of mimic that line all the way through. And they had basically a decent outline as to, what your school district should do to harden campuses, to bring in consultants and experts, and to work with law enforcement. It's just kind of, they're going, you know, you guys should probably stop the panel now. Just give us a call at Cajon Valley, and we'll give you the outline because we've already done all of this. Um, But then uh, there was a lady that was leading the panel that started this their their commission. They, They put a commission together. How somebody from my board wasn't on that commission there's also a red flag to me based upon what we've done. And frankly, other districts know that we're ahead of the curve on this. Yep. But she said, and we now plan to lobby. Uh, uh, we have a, a plan to lobby in, in Washington, D.C. and Sacramento. Now, to the credit of a couple of the panelists, they, they all cringed a little bit. And then I had a conversation with them afterwards that you know, the leader of their little commission, she is an anti-gun. The, the whole plan was definitely anti-gun. Guns are bad. 
Well, did they, it did, wasn't wasn't completely overt until she got to that point. Until she got to that. So did she yeah. talk about exactly what she wanted to lobby, or did she give examples of some of the things that they do support, or or how did that go? Um, if you remember the Gong Show, where they hit the Gong and you have to immediately <laughs> stop your stop your play, the two panelists that didn't want her to go there immediately interrupted. Good. Um, but it was clear that that was her next next line of, of, of thought. Now that was just one seminar. Uh, I went to another seminar that that was the entire line of thought. Uh, I still cannot get through that they don't want to talk about real facts, real statistics. They show videos that are, are put together by every town of these kids talking about how they're scared to go to school, but they don't talk about how schools are safer today than they were in the 90s. There's fewer shootings on school campuses per capita than in the 90s. I, I think that's the worst. When they when they do the whole, well, we're going to scare the mess out of kids. Right, that's the idea. And then we're going to put them on video and talk about how scared they are, and then we're going to uh, advance our political agenda as the absolute worst. Hey, hey Jim, oh. let, let me jump yeah. in for a second because Go for it. You know, a lot of times when you hear, you know, schools hardening their schools oh we can't afford it we can't afford it what, what kind of an investment did you make in your school well keep in mind that one when we moved the uh, the, the offices to the front of the school that was a pretty significant cost mm -hmm. because you need to control the ingress and egress of the school right you, you really can't do that if you don't have personnel where somebody has to walk through walk through and and, and see somebody live mm-hmm um, so that, that was a pretty decent cost to our district, but it was a common sense cost. Right. Now what we've done is between DMB, who's doing the consulting on practices and procedures, we also had ACOM, which is a nationwide company, come in and do the walk as to, okay, what are the physical impediments? What do we need to do? So do we have fences that are too high and they run up to the, to the roof so somebody could climb the fence and jump right onto the roof? Okay, we've now found that. So those are things that we have to fix. Ah. And, we, and we come up and we said, hey, we have locked gates, but if people don't have the common sense and the practices to say, hey, there's a first grader running along and say, hey, excuse me, little boy, could you please open the gate for me? And the boy runs over and opens the gate. Right. That's a failure to educate your, not just your staff, but also your student population. Hey, right. we're not letting just random people in through the gate, folks. Um, that's so awesome. that's why it was really important to have the dual prong we hired the consultants for practices and procedures, as well as ACOM as to the hardening of the, of the facilities from um, special door locks, latches. We ran a, uh, we, did, we just had a presentation on this from our director. They ran a lockdown drill, and again, some of the teachers are unsure as to locking the doors to whether the door locks right. So well, that, they lock the door, is, but the, then they open the door and try to pull it from the outside. They reach their arm out and pull it from the outside. Like, no, no, you're not supposed to do that. Once you lock it I down, know. you close it and get inside. Right. And well, close well Jim, and, and this is why it's important. Uh, I hate to cut you off, but we uh, we got to go to a commercial break. But this is why it's important to focus locally like San Diego County yes. Gun Owners does. Yes. The fight is is been brought down to the, the school board level and we appreciate you fighting the good fight, Jim. Uh, thank Happy you so do much it. for doing what you do. And we'll definitely get you back on because I'm sure we'd like to hear more about your, your processes and procedures. And everybody else needs to, like you said, become alert and listen to your school district. You can make a big difference. 
No, thank you very much, guys. All right, you have a great afternoon, folks. We're going to take a small break. This is Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. I'm Dave. He's Michael. We'll be back in a moment. One lucky VIP club member could win their mortgage or rent paid for for an entire year. It's a Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Enter to win by visiting TheAnswerSanDiego.com or tap the Answer San Diego app to check out and participate in today's contests, polls, and surveys. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle, and it's here to make your life just a little bit easier. If you've been looking to add a couple extra Benjamins to your pocketbook, look at joining the VIP club at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Then enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle and a chance to have your mortgage or rent paid for for an entire year. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Sponsored by San Diego's real estate authority, John Reeves with Reef Point Real Estate. It's critical you work with an agent you can trust and who has a track record of guaranteeing your success every time in writing. Learn more at jrhasthebuyers.com. That's jrhasthebuyers.com. And don't forget to enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes at theanswersandiego.com. Can you guys believe it? It's December, and we're getting closer and closer to a new year. Andrea Kay here, and if you're anything like me, you know it's better to give than to receive. Well, Charlie and the team at Liberty Tobacco, they feel the same way. That's why they have some incredible savings happening at both stores throughout the month of December that will allow you to give more to that special someone. I was just in the Del Mar store picking up a few sticks for a friend here at the station, and the humidor was full of some of the best cigars in the world, from Davidoff, Opus X, and Padron, just to name a few. Good thing I was able to get some recommendations that made it even easier to give the perfect gift. Now remember, Liberty Tobacco has been around since 1975, and they have two convenient locations. They're at 7341 Claremont Mesa Boulevard next to Ethan Allen Furniture and in the Flower Hill Mall right off the 5 at Via Della Valle in Del Mar. So stop by and pick up a couple of sticks for everyone on your nice list. Or you can visit them online at libertytobacco.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. I love car problems because cars don't care. Folks, hey, welcome back. This is FM 96 AM 1170. We are the answer. I'm Dave. He is Michael, and you're listening to the Gun Sports Radio Show. Hey, how can you make your AR rifle legal and keep your features? Well, if you want your AR to have a pistol grip, telescoping stock, telescoping, telescope, yeah, that's what it is, stock, for grip, and still have a detachable magazine, check out Cali Key. Whether you are buying or new AR, or need to make your current AR compliant, Cali Key is cost-effective and easy solution that will allow you to keep your AR compliant and future-proof your AR from all these terrible California gun laws. Keep your entire AR collection intact. Go to CaliKey.com, K-A-L-I-K-E-I-K-E-Y.com, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. I'm going to post video of my Cali Key here the next week. I Good. Just, yeah, I just got it all uh, ready Thanks. to go. Figure so. it out. Get it yeah. all installed, and I'll, I'll put it up on San Diego County Gun Owners' Facebook page. Wife do it for you? She did it. Yeah. Good, man. I lose all the screws. I know. Scream, screws go. I mean, the springs go everywhere It's with embarrassing. You. Hey, do you or any of your family keep a taser, peop, people, pepper spray, firearm, or other weapons for personal protection? Do you or how are you going to get a CCW? Well, what happens if you get pulled over by law enforcement and they take you off to jail? What are you going to do? Well, for $10 a month, it's solved. They'll give you a 24-hour hotline, legal representation, help you get out of jail, 
It's the best. Firearms Legal Protection. Go to firearmslegal.com, firearmslegal.com, or call at 469-310-9100. We got Dylan. No, we don't have Dylan on He's not on. No. Okay, well then, let's ask this lovely lady sitting here who just got her CCW, correct? Yes, I did. Okay. About a year ago. About a year ago. And did it make you a different person? Well, yes. More... more (laughs) comfortable more protected and uh, i only ask you this because you know everybody says oh yeah i got a ccw okay well did it make any difference to you did it did it change your life do you go about going through town differently do you have that confidence more so than without it or no um, well it's about exercising my right to be able to have the gun mm-hmm. so i wouldn't say that i every day carry it i don't carry it to work right. i work for a bank and so i'm cautious about that but the ability to take it if I want to has been a big change. In fact, at one point, um, I don't even remember where we were going, but I said something to Michael about, you know, taking the gun somewhere. And I said, okay, well, do I need to lock it up in the back of the car and whatever? And he's just like, well, actually, no, you have a CCW, so you don't need to do that, which was kind of interesting because I feel like every day, every time we go out with the guns, there's all these procedures we have to follow oh, yeah. and lock it up with the the chain around the lock and whatever and and it's actually like, that was kind of interesting it's like walking on eggshells yes 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 i couldn't i i never know what's okay and not okay but with the ccw i'm actually able to take it with me if i really wanted to and uh-huh. that was a big difference wow well you know because it's and, and we're starting to see really and thanks to uh san Diego county gun owners an uptick of CCWs being uh, processed and assigned. Yeah, about a thousand in the last uh, fifteen months. I'll tell you the one thing I've I've noticed is that Laura, um, you know, all the training and the practice and going to the range, it it suddenly became real. You know, it was it was fun before and it was something when we did. But I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Laura, but I think that like the front sight trips yeah. and the trips to the range, all of a sudden it, it started to get real meaningful. You know, like, hey, this is an actual skill I need that I, I may need tomorrow, and and so the training got a little, got a little, little. I don't even know how to describe it. Maybe just a little more real. Well, it went from theoretical to practical. Yeah, where go. it's okay. I'm training, and this is what I do if I could, <clears throat> and then it turned into, I would, in certain circumstances, and so it kind of changed my perspective actually on. Carrying the weapon. I think that's one of the things that I really appreciate about Frontside, about the class that I took with Bill DC when I got my CCW, which is the responsibility of carrying the gun. There's a big responsibility, and I sometimes wonder if people realize that when people are given the responsibility to carry the gun, that they really do take on that responsibility of carrying a gun really. right i mean the see criminals don't right criminals could care less criminals carry guns to shoot people you know that's a rob people or hurt people gun carrying people that are legit and got ccws and they're doing it for their own personal rights not that they're going to go out and shoot anybody i mean michael you do stats on a regular basis i mean the number of people that kill other people that are ccw or, or law-abiding is minimal. Yeah, CCW holders commit far less crime than even police officers. 
let alone the general public. But, you know, one thing, Dave, you know, I, I'm a gentleman, you're a gentleman, you know, mm -hmm. we behave ourselves. Mm -hmm. But one thing I've, I've really learned uh, from uh, from Laura is women live in a whole different world. world yeah. I mean, we're we're in the same, you know, county. We're in the we same don't think Diego. the way they think. Well, but they don't have to put up with what they put up right. with. Like some of the stories that Laura's told me about uh, the way that strangers behave towards her, um, unreal. Yeah. You know, first off, I would never think to behave that way no 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 and no one's ever behaved that way towards me because i'm a guy right um right. so the i i just the, the freedom and the ability uh the freedom that comes along with the ability to truthfully uh you know effectively defend yourself when you're outside of the home that's a whole different what? story for women it wasn't a whole there just freedom. a story i hate to say facebook but unfortunately it was on facebook where a, a woman was accosted with a guy with road rage yeah. And he attacked her. Yeah, she was on a motorcycle. Yeah, that's right. She was on a motorcycle. He ran her yeah. down, got her, and tried to beat up. She put yeah. him out. She yeah. took him out. He was choking her to death. Um, she was uh, terrified, um, and he was on top of her, choking right. her to death. And she finally pulled her uh, her firearm that she was concealing legally with right. her CCW and stopped the attack. Right. And she's alive because of it. And she didn't leave the scene. She stayed there, waiting for the police. Right. And I think there, there's no charges going to be. No, uh, she, she's good to go. The, the, so the, the, the juice in that story was that the anti-gun folks were holding that up as like a, as a, as a, a sad story about gun violence. They were basically saying, "Hey, look, this is why we have to stop gun violence." Um, even though this was a, a situation where a, a young lady was defending herself from being killed and they were saying, "Ah, oh, gee, look at that. We have to we have to stop this tragic gun violence." Well, no, we have to we have to save women's lives is what we have to do. <laughs> yeah. And that's well, exactly I what I guarantee was going you if men story. knew that women carried, you wouldn't see this road rage. Well, you wouldn't see any road rage. I don't care if it's a man or a woman. If everybody knew that they were carrying, you wouldn't see this stupidity. Right. And one of the things to uh to you know, be away and they're you know, they're taking those rights away uh you know, as quickly as we can, you know, fight back, you know, they're taking away in California the right for adults uh, that are 18, 19, 20 years old to to own a firearm, to buy a right. firearm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, this is all the stuff that we need to fight back against. And, you know, there's no there's no safe space for gun owners anymore. You know, so many no. of them are moving to Texas or moving to Arizona or I can't or wait even, to yeah. go to whatever. Well, <laughs> well, let me ask let me ask you this, because because uh, to me, I'm rather simple you know i'm not uh, a scholar by any stretch of the imagination but i never hear anybody in the media say to people that are anti-gun what are you going to do about taking guns away from the criminals yeah you know what's funny what is the answer what, have you ever asked them that question <laughs> no but we put up a post on orange county gun owners on facebook talking about facebook again right and uh, we put up and it was just that quote you know i, I it was right along those same lines right. hey i hear you know, people talking about taking guns away from law-abiding. What about taking guns away from criminals? That absolutely went viral. Um, uh, Three million people viewed it. Fifty thousand people shared it. It's it's definitely a sentiment that is uh, echoed by a, a huge uh, uh, population of people in, in Southern California because it makes sense. You're it, absolutely right. The only one that's not reacting to it are the politicians, right? Because there's no answer. Right. Well, that's because that's not the agenda. Again, it's not. No. It's not safety. It's not. No. You know, saving lives. It's controlling agenda. somebody else's life and taking away rights that you don't have the right to do. That's all it is. Oh my gosh, it makes. Well, it really, truly makes me crazy. And 
And I think wasn't that post on like a billboard or something like that? Yeah, it was, on, it was like a sign that someone was carrying. Or and I seen it. and I said, "Well, finally, <laughs> no. it's finally." But I thought it was you. Yeah, I wish you it was. I, I, thought, I was like, oh, "That's got to be Dave's sign." I wish it was because the thing that gets me, even when you see, you know, watch any media. And by the way, I'm six weeks into non-political. Thank you very much. I gave <laughs> up pretty much. I don't know how you go through life, but <laughs> but you never hear. I don't care if it's Hannity. I don't care who it is. They never ask that question. Yeah. Well, and, and I don't know how to get to them to ask that question. Well, one thing I'm going to emphasize, and we're actually going to have an article coming out soon. There is no longer, there are no safe spaces in the U.S. for gun owners anymore. Yeah. If you're moving to Texas, they just voted for a bunch of anti-gun yeah. politicians. Yeah. Nevada, Arizona, Florida, all these states that people say, ah, I'm going back so I can own my guns yeah. and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Nope. They're all, they're, it's, it's. You, you got to stay here and fight. You got to right. stay here and fight. There are no more safe spaces. All right. Let's take a quick break right here on FM 961 AM 1170. We are the answer. All right. Welcome back. You're listening to FM 961-1170, The Answer. It's the only gun show I know of in Southern California, maybe even California in general. It's the only one worth listening to, that's Well, for there's sure. that. I like the way <laughs> you think. Hey, folks, don't forget Triton Gunsmithing. If you have a shotgun or you like to go hunting uh, or a pistol or, or, believe it or not, black powder, Dan loves doing black powder, and he's got a collection down there. you got to go. If nothing else, just go check out the collection. TridentGunsmithing.com. Go to TridentGunsmithing.com. Get the address. Go down there and check these guys out. Hey, how can you make your AR rifle legal and keep your features? If you want your AR to have a pistol grip, telescoping stock, foregrip, and still have a detachable magazine, check out Cali Key. Whether you're buying a new AR or need to make your current AR compliant, Cali Key is a cost-effective, easy solution that will allow you to keep your AR compliant and future-proof. Your AR from all those horrible California laws. Go to www.calikey.com. That's K A L I K E Y.com. All right. Right now, we've got our good buddy Casey from the Gun Range, San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue. Open seven days a week, 10 to 10. They're only closed one or two days out of the year. They have special uh, uh, events that you can bring your uh, office staff in, do a little morale building. You can do groups. You can get all the ladies together, go shooting. Get all the guys together, go shooting. All you got to do is go to thegunrangesandiego.com, make an appointment, need to get some training. Maybe you're a first-time shooter and you've never shot before in your life and you're a little intimidated because, you know, you go down there to those gun stores, those big old burly dudes in there with all the tattoos and ex-Marines that are doing push-ups and things, and they don't <laughs> want to talk to you because you never picked up a pistol. Those guys scare me. That's right. Me too. But the Gun Range San Diego is not like that at all. They adjust to every single customer. If you're first-timer, they love you. If you've been shooting a while, but you got a few bad habits, they'll fix it. And if you're a long-time shooter and you still have bad habits, they'll fix that too. They've got training, help you get your CCW. It's an awesome one-stop shop. You need clothing, you need gear, you need support, you need ammo, uh, I think Casey, do they still have the uh, thousand rounds of nine uh, millimeter for two hundred bucks? Yes, we do. I was talking to another gun store the other day. Hey, I'm going to go down there and buy some of that ammo, and I'm going to sell it. But I'm going to sell it for more. I says, "Well, I don't know why you're going to do that because they're all going to go back to Gun Range San Diego and get the get a screaming deal on it." 
So what are you up to? Absolutely. What do you got left? I mean, I, you know, just 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 living the dream over here. It's been a been a pretty good time, I and mean, we had the grand old time a few weeks back. And yeah, I didn't make it on last week. I, I had like a frog in my throat or something. That's but what I heard. I'm back, and I'm here. So Christmas is right around the corner. Now you're going to be closed Christmas Day, right? Yes. Okay. So are you doing anything up to Christmas? Anything special? Um, doing any discounts? Uh, nothing really special. We're probably going to have you know a couple little flash sales here and there that we'll post on our social media. Um, but coming around the new year is when we're going to start getting some new inventory in. It's kind of kind of hard to do stuff right now with how shipping is now. It's always getting backed up and delayed, but. We're still keeping our heads up. We're still just pushing on, but sales have been sales have been pretty constant as of late. So that's that's pretty good. Yeah, excellent. Well, you know, I don't, you know, Mike, we don't have any scary laws coming up that people have to run out and buy something today, do they? Do well, we? the ammo thing's coming up. The ammo registration thing's coming up, but that's uh, in July. A lot of people think that that's January first, yep. and originally it was passed for January first, but it got pushed off to July first because the state of California has no clue what they're doing. So. <laughs> Are you what, guys, they don't want to pass a law? They don't know what it is? I know. It's ridiculous. Casey, yeah. are, you guys, are you getting a lot of people? First, we got the, um, we got the age is going to go up for rifles and shotguns. Yeah, well, that's a big one. Yeah. We were just talking a little yeah. bit about that. Right. So if you want to get yeah, a shotgun or a rifle for your, your daughter or son, you'd be able to go down to Gun Range San Diego today and get it. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's going to change the ammo, so you got to be 21 to get all that. So it's going to affect us, but we basically had to go through our inventory for people that were buying rifles and shotguns and still doing like the growth process. And if they're under 18, they need to come in and do it because there's no grace period on it. If their growth paperwork isn't done before January 1st, uh, they, even if they did purchase a firearm, they cannot growth it. So if you came in on the 31st, bought a gun, you're done. Yep. Yeah. So what's yep. the last day? Yeah, that, so, 10 days over. You know, if you're 18, 19 or 20, what's the last day this year? you can go in and start your dros. That would be, what, the 19th or 20th? 20. So technically it would be the 20th because yeah. the day after. But, yeah, the 20th would be the last time, and that's if all the paperwork gets done and you pass your dros, and then you have to pick it up that time on New Year's so, or right before New Year's. So, yeah, that was a big issue that we went through, called up all of our uh, all of our customers and just let them know, hey, you got to come in here if you want this gun. Wow. So I wouldn't even wait till the 20th. If you wait till the 20th, and then you're relying on whether it be the internet or the mail or the government processing. Exactly. No, 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 no. If you if you're thinking about buying a gun before the end of the year, today's the day to do it, for sure. Yeah, today exactly. or tomorrow. As, as quick as you came in, just so you have a little grace period, a few days. If anything does happen, you'll still be okay. But if you come down the last wire, it's yeah. You're just you know, asking for that's trouble. How it is. Yeah, that's that's one of the issues that we encountered, and so we didn't. It took us a second to think about it. We're like, you know, we have a couple of people out there, like 19 years old, buying a rifle shotgun. Their paperwork isn't done because they're still mm. waiting to pay it off. Mm. Hey, we gave them a call. And we're like, hey, man, you got to come in here and get this. Wait a minute. That's the last thing we want to do is, you know, sell the gun to them. And, hey, you have to wait uh, two more years till you get it. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you like Walmart? You have layaway? <laughs> <laughs> we do do layaway here. No. That's true. I thought JC Penney's and Walmart were the only ones that did layaway in Sears. Nope. Uh, Sears at the gun range in here, we do like our layaway because we understand how it is, especially with some big ticket items. You know, we, we require at least 30, get 30% down around there, depending on what the firearm is and whatnot. Oh, yeah, but... And then as long as you're coming in regularly and making payments, we're good with that. 
Now, we're not going to hold the gun for you for a year and whatnot, but yeah, we will work with you as best we can. And you know, as long as you're making payments regularly, we're good with that. I would, I would imagine you don't make a payment. Yeah, it doesn't happen. I would imagine in yeah. San Diego, you guys probably have a fair amount of uh, 18, 19, 20-year-old adults who buy firearms yeah. because they're they're in town serving in the Navy, serving in the Marine mm-hmm. Corps. Is that, is that fairly yeah, accurate? Yeah, absolutely. Now, it's a little bit harder for them since they are on base. You have different laws on there where you can keep firearms because outside firearms are usually prohibited unless you are living in base housing. You have your own safe, but most of the time they're supposed to be checked into the armories. So it's kind of harder for guys that are like younger Marines that are in the barracks trying to keep a weapon there because that is a big no-no. Uh, that's a good point. Would you find the majority of your the, the age group be our military, or do you get a lot of civilian? Um, I would say it's, it's about half. I would say we get a lot of, uh, especially the area we're right next to, Miramar, then we have North Island down there. So we're pretty much in smack of military town, especially San Diego. So it's either, I would say, 50%. Like, most of the time, it's they're normal civilians, or we'll get influx of military guys in. So, And each of them is going to be different for mm-hmm. what paperwork's required. Because if you're active duty military, you're exempt from having to do the FSC, but you are required to have a copy of your orders. And that's the secondary, that's the, because uh, a lot of the people are going to not have their California license out here. You know, they're still going to have their sure. IDs from their, from their home state. And so they have certain requirements for that. They got to have their ID, their DOD, CAT card, and then their orders along with a secondary proof of residency. So it's a little bit more technical for military, but they do avoid having to take the FSC. And so it makes up for it. Right. Exactly. Wow. So you were, uh, Casey, were you, did, uh, correct me, did you serve in the military? I was. I was in the Marines. Excellent. Thank you for your service. Now, when you were 18, 19, 20-year-old Marine, uh, you know, I, they were they were giving they were training uh, you know these young adults to to use firearms right absolutely and do you feel like they were all responsible enough to use firearms for the most part yes there yeah. are some special cases out there where you're just like you know what I really I see how you shoot and I see you act and I just don't trust you and so we'll mm-hmm. usually put them away from the firearms you'll be stuck in the company office doing paperwork so but still the federal government believes. Yeah, and some people will actually be prohibited from using firearms. So if they're like, uh, if they are, have if they have depression or if they're suicide risk or anything like that, they are prohibited from any firearms, and they don't get anything. Wow. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that went into it. But yeah, I mean, I was infantry. It's what we did. We we're you know masters of our trade when it comes to all weapon systems. So you got very very proficient in it, but. At the end of the day, you just came out, whichever one's the best of the best, is that's the weapon they'll get, you know. Uh, if you're very proficient in having the saw, which are, was our light belt-fed machine gun, you know, that was your weapon system because you were the most proficient on it. Right. Um, it was a bad habit of them giving the saw to the young guys in the boots, but, you know, that was a very, very, I love that weapon system. And so we started giving out to the senior guys that know how to use it correctly. But, but yeah. Still, yeah I must not have I must not have been a very good shot. They gave me a tow truck. <laughs> <laughs> I had a tow truck. Wait a minute. What's up with that? I'm gonna. I have to look at my records because I think I did pretty good in the range. But yeah, no, it's yeah, it's 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 interesting though uh, what what we have to deal with and 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 what we're having to put up with. But again, yeah. th- thank goodness for uh, Gun Range San Diego and all the the hard work you guys do because you don't just sell guns. I mean, you educate. Nope. Man. Absolutely. That's one of the first things that we like doing here, and that's one of the 
biggest compliments that we have a lot of customers saying is that we keep those range officers in there and we're helping people the entire time. It's not we're just sitting in a back room watching a screen being like, oh, lane number four, they're probably going to get uh, slide bite on their thumb because they're holding it wrong. Eh, let them deal with it. No, absolutely not. Yeah, that'll teach them. We don't want people all hurting here. Yeah, we're going in there. And it, it being a rental range, most of our shooters are all brand new and have never experienced sure. guns before. So they do have a little bit of uneasiness in the beginning, but them being new shooters, they always absorb what we're trying to teach them. Yeah. You know, it's always the people that have been shooting for a long time and have a bunch of bad habits and they don't want to break it because, let's be honest, we're all stubborn. And we all think we know how to do it better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and there's nothing worse well, than trying to fix a bad habit. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's hard to break it is what it is. Yeah. And it just takes time, time and effort. So having the new one, having new shooters in here is nice. We do like it right. because they're easy to mold. You know, and you get that little scare tactic and we're like, hey, keep your finger off the trigger. You're going to put a hole in the wall or the floor <laughs> or something. So. Hey, for home defense, do you do a lot with shotguns? Do you have shotguns in the library? We do. We have plenty of shotguns in here. We have Mossbergs, Remingtons. We have a Caltech KSG. We got a whole shipment in a Benelli M4s now. So we are stocked on our shotguns. How cool is that Caltech KSG? <laughs> I love it. You know, Caltech used to get a bad rap in the very beginning, and now these new ones that came out. We have a Caltech on our range, and honestly, it's probably the most reliable gun we've had on there. Yeah, we've well, never had an issue with it. It's never jammed. It's just—it's a great gun, and I love it. Wow, they had a bunch. Of, they kind of earned their bad reputation, but man, they hit it out of the park with that KSG. That thing is awesome. Yeah. Well, it's just Absolutely. like the Pinto. <clears throat> they fixed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that the one yeah, that exploded? That That's the one that exploded, right? All right, Casey. <laughs> Casey, thank you very much for taking time out of day. Glad you're feeling better. And the pipes are working. So we will talk to you next week. Folks, that is the Gun Range San Diego. Check it out. www.thegunrangesandiego. Right there on Balboa. 7853. Open seven days a week. 10 to 10. Go down there and check these guys out. Thanks a lot, Casey. Have a good evening. You too, guys. The answer. We are the answer. And right now, hey, do you or any of your family keep a taser? Maybe a pepper spray, firearm, or other weapons for personal protection? Well, do you have or are you going to get a CCW? Well, what would you do if you got involved in an incident where you were pulled over, ended up in jail? How are you going to pay for the bail and, and a lawyer? Well, guess what? For $10 a month, that problem is solved. Firearms Legal Protection. Go to www firearmslegal.com firearmslegal.com they could definitely hook you up and normally when we have uh <clears throat> normally when we have our good buddy uh john Dillon in you could get him as one of your lawyers but not this case he's off today but you still could get him so check these guys out firearmslegal.com firearmslegal.com all right ladies and gentlemen boys and girls we've got stump my nephew Sam, the gunman, is on the line. The one and only. The one and only. The legend. Sam, are you there? Evening, gentlemen. <laughs> What's evening. up, son? 
I'm good. Uh, I actually went shooting today. What'd you shoot? Yeah, what'd you shoot? A gun. 1911. I've heard uh, of it. Nice. I've heard of it. Nice. How'd you like it? Uh, pretty good. My uh, my groups are getting tighter and tighter as as I get more practice. I'm good. Funny what practice will do, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right. So here, you ready? You ready for the question? Yes, sir. Okay. This comes from Mara in San Diego. Mara wants to know what is a Monte Carlo comb. She wants to know what is a Monte Carlo comb when it comes to um, firearms. Well, first, that's a great question. But first, uh, let, let's just start with the, tell. Do you know what a comb is? Yeah, I do. It's it's the top part of um, a, a shoulder stock where you where you put your che- uh, cheek. Yeah, Dave. Dave thinks it's that little plastic thing he keeps in his. Well, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's that too. Okay, so the comb is exactly right. That's right. The comb is the uh, top part of the uh, of the stock. Usually, uh, most often they they talk about uh, uh, shotguns when they're talking about a comb because it's pretty important in shotgun sports. But she wants to know what is a Monte Carlo comb. All right, um, a Monte Carlo comb is um, you you see it on some uh, some fancy wood stocks. It's I, I don't really know a good way to describe it, but it's sort of like it sticks up where you put your cheek, and then it it drops off near the butt pad. I guess is the is the best way I can explain it. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So it's the it's the, the those stocks that you see where there's kind of that extra. It almost looks like an extra like a wooden pillow sitting on top of your uh, your your stock, right? Wouldn't isn't that kind of how you'd maybe? What, what do you think? It, what's it for? Do you know what, what? Why would they make a Monte Carlo? Comb. Um, it it gives you um, a more secure cheek weld when you're when you're using um, sights or a scope or whatever. That's exactly right. Hey, we got another question. Oh, <clears throat> we away. got it from Noah from outer space. <laughs> he wants to know, and if and if you stump this gentleman, you get a T-shirt. What? And you're gonna get this one. What is James Bond's most common firearm from all his movies? All right, Noah from Outer Space, thanks very much for sending in the question. Um, James Bond uses a Walther PPK, and um, the reason he used that is because in the original books, in in Ian Fleming's original books, um, he wanted James Bond to be using something that he thought a real-life secret agent would be using. Um, And so he gave gave him a, a PPK, which is a very small, compact, concealable pistol, um... And the original ones were chambered for 32 ACP, which at the time was a really, really common cartridge. It, how uh, how devastating is this weapon? This is just my question. I mean, is um, it? Well, in 32, not all that. Um, it, it, it doesn't really have all that much terminal effect, but um, James Bond has perfect shot placement. So, of course, he hits <laughs> the vital organs every time. I know uh, I, I, the, the cable system I'm on. They've been, lately they've just been running James Bond front to tail, you know. And and yeah, and I've seen him with that. And dude, he can fire thousands and thousands and thousands of yards and hit things with that gun. So that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, 32 is. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Sam, but most people consider a 32 the absolute minimum uh, caliber for uh, any kind of self defense round. Not a 25. What about a 25? Yeah, I think, or was- even a 22. Well, I've heard people say uh, I've heard people call 380 the uh, the absolute minimum. It it really I guess it depends on um, 
what kind of threats you're going to be going up against. But in my personal opinion, as someone who's never been involved in a shootout, um, 380 would, would probably be the absolute minimum, and you'd definitely want to have some good, reliably expanding hollow point loads. Now, when are you going to get involved in a shootout, Sam? Have you scheduled that yet? Or? <laughs> yeah, let me know when you uh, do my that. My schedule is pretty packed through the end of the year. Uh, I think February is about the earliest I can fit one in. Yeah, I don't want to get shot by anything. You're asking about a 22. I don't want to get shot by a no, 22. No, 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 I don't either. But, but, but it's so interesting. The whole point of, uh, of defensive carry is that you hope you never have to right. use your, uh, your carry weapon. Well, that's one of the neat things about a shotgun. All you got to do is rack it. And whoever's on the other side of that door is usually gone if you open it. The, the international language. There's something about that that nasty little tone <laughs> back there. Hey, so what are the gun laws doing back in your hometown? Are you getting affected like we are in California? Um, really, no, not that. Um, no, pretty much not at all. This is um, we're, we're on the East Coast, and we're I'm in Virginia, so uh, mm-hmm. Virginia is a, a pretty firearm friendly state. Um, it's actually an open carry state, uh, though that's, of course, that's primarily for hunters, not for, um, you know, just guys walking around with right. a giant nickel-plated 1911 on their hip because they didn't want to get a permit. Yeah, but permits are, it's a shall-issue state. You guys don't have to provide good cause. You just go yes, in and pass the Yes, it is a shall-issue state. Really? And what does that mean again? Because we don't have that in California. Um, yeah, I'm I'm sorry about that, by the way. Uh a, a shall issue state is a state um, where I, I believe it's um, most states are like this, where if you satisfy the requirements for a concealed carry permit, then they have to issue you the permit. In a, uh, a may issue state like California, um, it's kind of up to the discretion of some elected official, usually the, uh, the county sheriff. Right. So if you have a county sheriff who's very, um, very permitting, and um, wants lots of people to to have CCW permits, then he will pretty much hand them out to anyone who satisfies the requirements, demonstrates that they have, um, you know, the skills and and the safety training and all that stuff. Um, but in in other counties, you'll get sheriffs who are um, they they kind of don't really want a lot of people carrying, so they they will um, set their own personal standards for who they sh- who they think should and should not get a permit. Got it. So let's go back to the, the Monte Carlo before we let you go. The Monte Carlo comb, uh, can you tell folks, I don't know if you if, if uh, know the answer to this or not, but why is it particularly um, more important with a shotgun, typically, to get a consistent cheek weld? I mean, it's always important on any kind of rifle, um, but particularly with a shotgun, why is it, why is it uh, extremely important to get a uh, consistent cheek weld? Um, well, I'm not really a shotgun guy, so this, this might be way out there, but um, I would guess it has to do with um, two things. First, that you're going to be swinging around the shotgun a lot more um, because you're using it to, to take birds, presumably, or clay pigeons. Um, and also that shotguns generally only have one sight. They just have a little front sight bead. They don't have a notch and blade or a peep sight or anything. So you you really have to use that uh, that sort of sight rib along the top of the barrel to um, to get a good sight picture. You just nailed it. That's exactly right. Well, most rifles have a front and back right. sight, so you line up two points of reference. Shotgun, you get one point of reference, so you have to be looking at it the exact same. Point That's right. Time. And by the way, my co-host uh, who just left, who's a, a practicing lawyer, 
He is right about the word shall. It is mandatory and means that there is, is no discretion to deny. <laughs> there you Which go. I have no idea what that sentence just made. But anyways, but you were right on the money. Well, you're just hitting it out of the park. We're going to have to start giving you something for all the ones you get right. I'll get, get Uncle Mikey. Uncle we'll Mikey. get him a t-shirt. You haven't got him a t-shirt yet? <laughs> yeah, you got a t-shirt. We got to send him more stuff. And I was going to yell at you because you didn't bring my hat in, but you did oh, bring a brat. Yeah, no, man. no, 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 no arguing. A, a Nooski's brat. A Nooski's no brat. Have you ever had one of them, Sam? Say again? A Nooski's brat. Have you ever had What's one of that? those? Oh, it's a hot uh, dog. Bratwurst. I don't think. No. Yeah. yeah. You probably don't eat them. You look yeah. pretty healthy last time I seen a picture of you, <laughs> but they are the most delicious things. Thanks to Laura. She was nice. She even popped it in the microwave, heated it up. Anyway, so. Well, Sam, you did an awesome job, yeah. as always. Thank Absolutely. you so much. You, yeah, thank you. You not only answered a question, you answered a bunch of questions. Awesome job. Yeah. And uh, we look forward to seeing you at the gun prom. Love to be there. Uh, don't worry about it. We're going to make it happen. Come heck or high water. Yeah, we and we're going to make you stay long enough to come in and do uh, do radio with us. I hope so. All right. We'll take care of it, buddy. All right, folks, that's Sam the gun man. All you got to do is try to stump him. Go to San Diego County com for questions and, uh, and we'll make can, sure they get answered. See if you can make them. Yeah. So All right, buddy. We just have a couple of, couple of minutes, Dave. If, yeah. we, if we have just, uh, I just wanted to put out there that sure. uh, uh, there's a lot of questions on uh, if, if there is shooting on Bureau, uh, Bureau of Land Management, land, public lands. Right. And the answer is yes. Yes, there uh, is. The Secretary of the Interior actually wrote the county and said, no go. You are not going to shut down shooting Very on the good. Donahoe Flats area. You're not going to shut down shooting on Pinkgate. So uh, we're good to go. Oh, absolutely. And and now, but but the, there's one tip, folks, because if you've been to Painted Gorge many a time and you're dragging out a refrigerator and a computer and a color TV, shoot it all to heck. We don't care. Pack it up, put it in your car, and drag it back out. Yeah, the reality is don't just clean up after yourself. Clean up after other people. There you go. It's unfortunate we got to. Absolutely. Hey, I want to thank all my great sponsors, San Diego County Gun Owners. Their website, SanDiegoCountyGunOwners.com. The Gun Range San Diego. CAFirearmslaw.com, which is uh, John Dillon, our lawyer. FirearmsLegal.com. TritonGunsmithing.com. And www.CaliKey.com. And go join San Diego County Gun Owners. It's 10 bucks. Come on. I know you can do it. Heck, that won't even buy you breakfast anymore. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you very much. Hope you enjoyed the show. But don't go anywhere. Yak with Dave Stahl's coming up next. Another hour right here on... FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.